Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of TA Talk. This is Brooklyn Taylor here with Hallie Nett, Lucas Corley, and, well, Josh Merriman's here too, but he's him and I are going to share the mic. And then, of course, um, Luke. Hey. Hey. <laughs> who's hosting this one? Who's who, who's directing this conversation? I don't know. Mm, not sure. I, guess I, it, I like when LC does our, our gateways. Good, good old LC. Okay, well, guys, it's great to be back. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I'm actually not behind the producer chair, so that's why it feels a little weird. But um, I feel at home here. Yeah, I feel I feel like I'm out of control. You know what I mean? Well, it's because you are. Um, but I no, can do whatever I want up here. We're back on another Friday here in lovely Whiteland, and uh, it's a little chilly. It is getting colder. It's you want to know what I want to talk about? Uh, okay. What is it? Sixty? It's supposed to be sixty-three today. Sixty-four. It's snow tomorrow. It's the, the lows like I love 30, it. or the highs thirty eight, I think. Oh, and get this, Let's I'm see. gonna be at a football game, the Monon Bell game between DePaul and Wabash, and it's gonna be freezing. Oh, We're at. That's gonna be a good game. Is that DePaul? I think DePaul. Mm, I don't know. The I've reason, seen some stats of Wabash this year, and DePaul's, in, DePaul's in Greencastle, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The reason we're going is right there. uh, there's 18 of us going because uh, our buddy plays, or our buddy is the running backs coach for Wabash. So, fun fact, I went on a tour there, right? Not at Wabash. A, a visit. No, uh, at DePaul. I was going to say, Wabash is Wabash an all-men's school. Yeah. Um, it's the only D3, they're D3, right? D2? Mm-hmm. D3. D3. D3 football game that has ever been on live television. On broadcasted on television. Yeah, broadcasted. Yeah. yeah. They, I, think, I don't think they had college game day there, but yeah, they've aired it before. I mean, it's like a huge, huge driver. There's going to be like 12,000 people there for... And the bell itself is huge. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I've never been before, so I'm excited to see what the rivalry is all about. But before that, we've got... It's hard to believe. I was talking to Mr. Edens today, and it's hard to believe that we still have Friday Night Lights going. Like, it seems like just yesterday, it seems like one of those things where it's a long time, but a short time, that just yesterday was like, okay, yeah, we're going to the Columbus East game, open up the season. And now me and mm-hmm. Mr. Edens and Mr. Croy were talking at halftime, like, oh, we look like we might be in a bit of trouble. And then, you know, we came out and played a great second half. And then mm-hmm. each week goes by and... Now here we are sitting. I don't think it helps that it's still 60 every game. Yeah. 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 I but think he- football this year has been like one of the longest but shortest years ever. Like they don't I, have that I many games, but like it's so long. Like just have a game every like, Friday. Technically, this is week 13. Wow. This is the longest the season will have been since, I mean, two years ago we played in the regional. Yeah. I mean, everything just looks different this year, though, because we didn't miss the Greenwood game. Yeah. That's why the record's better. And last like and two years ago, you know, you all wouldn't have been able to go to the games because no. it had been COVID. So yeah, um, that was awful. But yeah, so this is our chance to win our first regional title since 1999. A long time. Josh, how are we feeling? Feeling good. I'm excited. My last, my guaranteed last game at home ever. So <sighs> yeah, I didn't think about it. what. Are, what's kind of the emotions of that? Moment. I don't know. Like it makes me just want to play like play better. Like cuz I know there's there's nothing else I'll never play on that field again. That's crazy. But, yeah, that's yeah. kind of weird because like you forget that too for football senior nights the first home game of the year. So mm-hmm. it's like you don't really think about the senior activities. And then when it's the last home game of the year like, well, we might still host sectional. And then you're like, well, if we win that, we could host regional, which we are, but then we know for sure that we're not hosting semi state if we get there. And mm-hmm. of course state would be at Lucas Oil. So yeah, that's kind of a most most teams don't realize. Well, I guess you know. I don't know how the regionals work in the other sports, but 
like yeah, soccer sure. and stuff. If it's a, a dead, like a set site, like if we made it to soccer regional, would we be able to host mm-hmm. or whatever? But I don't like how our semi-state is either going to be like it's going to be so far away. It's either going to be three hours away or an hour away. I'd rather have Jeez. an hour away. Wait, wait, who's an hour? Castle? Bloomington South. No, Bloomington, oh, Bloomington South. That's yeah, Castle's far. farther. Yeah. If it's at Castle, do you guys have to leave school early? Uh, probably. I'm sure we will. I don't see how they would. That'd be next Friday. We'd still be in school three hours. Yeah, there's no way because they're not going to let you get on. They have to. They'd probably let you. You may. Because we warm up at six. Yeah. Uh, the game probably would be at 730 next week if it's at Castle or Bloomington South. But still, walk through time. Uh, I don't think eat. I don't think it'd be at 730 at Bloomington South. You don't think? No, because our game against Lawrence was at seven, and that would be about an equal drive, about fifty minutes. Yeah, but minutes. they don't—they don't ever switch them for regular season. Usually, they usually only do that for like playoff games, because playoff games usually all have longer travels. From what I've thought, I'm not sure. Castle, Castle, I could see you all getting off at noon, and really? getting, or or maybe one or two. I would say driving down there because well, here's their thing: they're gonna want to do like some kind of meal. We're gonna have right? to have a meal, and then we always have walkthrough before games. I almost wonder if you all would have to rent out like a. A conference room at a local hotel down there. You know what we did when we went to Gibson Southern a couple of years ago? We stopped at another high school on the way there, and we had a meal there. We didn't have walkthrough there. We had walkthrough at Gibson Southern, but we had lunch and, like, a bathroom break at a small high school. Do you remember the name of it? No. It was just, it was, like, right off of whatever, like, interstate or highway we were on. Was it close to, was it Princeton High School? It could have been. Is Princeton Orange? Yeah. It might have been. Do they have grass there? I remember the one thing I remember was <laughs> nice grass field. Like football field, not uh, not like. <laughs> do they have a McDonald's off the exit? <laughs> a lot of places have this. Um, yeah. I wonder how many students will be there. Well, that's the thing is B-Roy is like, hey, do you think fan we bus? could do a fan bus? But then he's also like, but also can I not be on that fan bus? And the reason, I mean, at first it was like, he just wants to get people there, but he doesn't want to be, because the fan bus is kind of a hassle. It's like, you have to get back on at a specific time. You know how late all those students were getting back to? And that's the thing, it's like, selfish, like selfishly, I don't want to have to chaperone the fan bus because I want to be able to like, listen to my podcast and not worry about like, chaperoning like kids for, th- like, going to Comasisa wasn't that bad. And going to, what was the second one we did? Martinsville, was it? Martinsville. That one kind of that one just made me mad because everyone wanted to leave early. That Not one, true fans. That one sucked. I wasn't even on the fan bus. I was on the football bus. But um, I would rather just be able to like get in the car after that game, win or lose, and just be able to let's get there first, of course. But win or lose, just all right. I'm gonna ride back either with Edens and them or whatever, and just not worry about it. But it would be nice to have also fans there and a three-hour drive. It's not gonna be feasible for a lot of parents or I students. Say, I'm not. I would say if it's three hours away, I'm not going. There's no way. I'm trying to remember how many fans we had at Gibson Southern. Would you go to Bloomington? I don't know. I don't like driving on the interstate. That's my thing. So if well, I were to not, go, the, the Bloomington drive is easy. The Bloomington, though. yeah, it's a two-lane highway. It's just like driving down 31. Yeah. Then uh, maybe, but I just don't like driving by myself like that far. So I'd have to like go. Somewhere, Here's what obviously. we should do. For everybody that is able to drive, and you know, I guess you don't really have to have a permission slip, but I will be the first car, and we caravan <laughs> oh, like that would be like Hoosiers, you know. We have like signs on the side of our cars yeah. to say "Go Warriors," and we're just like, and there's like five cars in line. Is all that actually ends up going? But I don't know. I feel like it's a small if, stampede. If you think about it, if say you did like a fan bus to Castle, which I don't know if you would, but like 
most of the people, like most of the kids, are gonna be like tired. Like I don't really think you're gonna have to like. I don't think they would do a fan bus to Castle either. No, three I hour think it's drive is a long. Because yeah. that's Cause that's down near Evansville. You have to find a bus driver for that too, and I don't think any of the bus drivers are gonna want to drive six hours. Because like the game, what it would get out at like nine. That means the bus gets back at midnight, and no maybe, bus driver's gonna want to drive fifty kids. I'm just I'm thinking about it now. I'm I'm thinking, would it be worth if it's at Castle? Let me look up because I want to make sure I know exactly where Castle is. I know it's down. I'm not sure it's quite three hours. Let's see here. Um, while we're looking this up, Josh is going to ask you: Is Hmm. last last week I felt like it's not three. It's two hours and twenty six minutes. If you're on a school bus, though. But yeah, Yeah, that's a new okay Newburgh. So it's a Newburgh. Yeah, which is right. It's the city over from Evansville. Um. So what I was thinking is then maybe what I do is I have a buddy that lives down there. I just drive down on Friday and just stay in Evansville. Yeah. But then the the one thing I hate, though, is like, okay, now i got to wake up and then spend the next part of my day driving. When you'd rather just get back that night and wake up. Because my parents always get mad. Like, if I'm going back to visit them, it's like, oh, we've got a football game tonight, but I'm going to come home. Like, Plainfield's a good example. They're like, why don't you just wait till Saturday morning? I'm like... Because it's nice to just be able to wake up already in the place you want to be, mm-hmm. and then not have yeah. to do it in the morning. So yeah. that's, that's kind of like vacation. Like you go on vacation, even if you get there in the morning, it feels like that day's wasted. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, so the question I was going to have though is, last week I, th- I don't know about everybody else, I was like stomach and knots, pretty nervous I was about nervous. that game, dude. No, I, I felt like I was about to throw up before. I the don't game. know what it was, but my like family and everybody I know that went, they were talking like at the tailgate that they had. Some people like couldn't get their food down, and the whole time during the game, it's, that's, it's, a little, it, that's a little bit. I mean, like I've they never couldn't had... finish their food. Like they they ate, but like some people couldn't finish it, and like they I were talking nervous. about how during the whole game, everybody was just like watching and just like so tense. What was it Peyton said he threw up first quarter? Oh yeah, he said yeah. that, and I think I was listening to Glory Days, and yeah. he said that he doesn't. Normally, like, he'll get sick at halftime. He's like, first quarter, I was just so nervous, I just threw up. Mm-hmm. But for me, this this is what worries me, is I don't have any nerves at all about tonight's game, and that makes me a little nervous, if that makes sense. I like, understand. Yeah. I'm nervous that I'm not nervous. I think I'm nervous, nervous. like, because I feel like it's like a Martinsville game. Like, you know, like how like they went into it, like, not, uh, like kind of overlooking. Don't say that. I'm no, not saying like but that, I think, but like... I think it's different, though, because at least from what I've been hearing from, like, some of the coaches and just like people that know football, like Mr. Edens, you know, and Mr. Coons, like he's seen, he watches a lot of football. He's like, you know, Plainfield's got some big guys up front, but he thinks that everybody thinks that we're going to pretty much be able to hit the edges pretty hard. So I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to like give any game plan or anything like that, but you know, Martinsville was just like, they spread out their offense and they just threw the ball around and they have, I mean, Martinsville also credit to them have some really good athletes and they did beat us and beat Bloomington South. So they beat two, Really good five, two, two, two regional qualifying five A teams. My thing is with Plainfield tonight, I feel like they'll either so like they were the underdogs the first round, right? Uh, was it, was oh, it I would say uh, maybe I their first game against Harrison they were, and yeah. then Decatur. That, that was, was probably a toss they, up. Yeah, they because they beat but Decatur in overtime. The thing is, they had the pretty much two pretty good games. My thing is either they're going to play really good and keep that momentum going, or they're just going to like fall off and like. Mm-hmm. I, I would I would describe it so the the one thing I think that's difficult and different about football so like you know when you think about like st peter's last year in basketball right they got hot they beat kentucky in the first round and then they beat uh whoever it was and then they beat purdue to get to the elite eight and you're like oh my god well it's a little bit different though because that's five people right it's really hard to ride momentum and not have true talent one out in football 
because you have 22 guys that have to make, like, even if your offense gets really, really hot, your defense has to stay. You have to have 22 people and more than that because special teams Mm -hmm. too deep stay hot and just have right momentum against other teams that are also, like, again, we're riding a lot of momentum right now too. So it's just I think it's harder for that to, to, to win out. And that's why you don't really don't see it happen very often, especially not at the high school level. I think in football, like high school football, it's all mentality too. Like you, like one thing about this team this year, none of us see our season ending until the Saturday after Thanksgiving. And like in previous years, the mentality was like, oh, like this is when our season's going to be done. We'll see. Yeah, we'll uh, come out and see us say goodbye to us at Arsenal Tech when we take on Cathedral. Yeah, it's just like things like that. But like this year, none of us have thought like that. Like, is Cathedral still in it? They're in six. They're in six. Yeah. Eight, yeah. Well, they might they yeah. might be done tonight. Uh, speaking of games, who that do they play? Brownsburg. They oh. beat them once this year. So Brownsburg beat Cathedral. Yeah, Brownsburg's best team in the state. That's the thing. We're uh, not going to get. We will locally, obviously. Here we'll get attention, but two amazing games, a class above us, Cathedral Brownsburg, and below us, it's the state championship game between Ron Colley and New Pal. Oh yeah, easily. like that is. Uh, that, my buddy's a New Pal grad. He's going to that tonight. I'm like, that's going to be an unreal game. Oh, that's going to suck. For Whiteland Beach should have gone on the road tonight. I don't. I don't one. know who's going to win that game because I want to say New Pal, but it's at Roncalli. I think. I think New Pal is the best team in the state this year. Yeah, the, I do. Well, I mean, I don't think they'd be Brownsburg. I heard I someone know, say New Pal. that New Pal's running backs out too towards ACL. Oh, I didn't know that. I heard someone say that Roncalli might be moving up. They would have to win win. the state championship, and then they wouldn't move up next year. They'd have to move up the year after. Yeah. So the way it works is there's it's reclassified every two years based on population. So we were lucky to get to stay down at five A, this because it just got reclassified before the season. So we stay at five A. In two years, we will not be at five A. We will move up to six A. We're growing so fast. Maybe though. Well, the middle school has a lot of kids right now. I forgot about that. They said that. So this is a huge freshman class we have now. The eighth grade class is bigger than they are. Really? So, I mean, we're we're growing super fast. It apparently, makes, I heard it makes our class look small. Apparently, I heard middle school like a bunch of the, like the classes there have like 700, 600 something kids. We're gonna get to the point where like Carmel, and it's like you'll you'll all be like grandparents, like telling your grandkids when they're like, "Oh, I remember when we had a class of four hundred. Like, Grandma, we have a class of twelve hundred now. Okay, so I went on the visit last week at Hanover, mm-hmm. and I was talking to some of the like current like athletes there, and I was like, so like. How many kids were at your high school? Because, like, there's only 1,300 there at Hanover, if that. And one girl was like, oh, yeah, my graduating class was 25. I was like, there's 25? Some small schools, yeah. Mine's, ours is, like, 485. You know, the funny thing is, one of my old friends um, that, that I work with now, I think she says in her graduating class, there's one. She's the only senior. Where does she go to school? It's, like, a, it's like a small, like, it's not, like, a homeschool but it is. I don't know exactly what it is. Like a co-op. They do a lot of co There's like co-ops. I don't know exactly what it is, but she's like the only senior. Like a group of homeschool people. Is that what she's it is? She's not really homeschooled. I don't wow. know exactly what this it is. This is crazy. But. Smallest high school by enrollment, public high school in the state of Indiana, is Canelton High School in Canelton, Indiana. How is, far is that? 100 this? kids. That is in Perry County. Indiana, so that is 109 Third Street. Let's see where that's at. How many kids? Uh, oh, wow, that's actually down in Southern Indiana. Hold on a second. It's like down on the Ohio River, so like Southern Indiana, oh, okay. but a little bit uh, further west than where I'm originally from. Um, Pre-K through 12, all in one building. All in one building. And enrollment as of 2018 was 279. 
200 for oh. that many grades. When we go so do the division on that. So that's 13 grades because it actually says like pre-K. 13 kids a class. Yeah, well. 14. Could you imagine though, wouldn't it like I get how that would be you like know everyone. You would though, but like if you're all in one building, like the the uh freshman that has that like, you know, weird but fun friendship with the fifth grader out at recess and they're just like <laughs> throwing <laughs> the football weird. around. Peta, 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 peta. <laughs> yeah. When uh No, that's not what I meant, bro. No, when know. we go to the mountains in Kentucky, I think it's either Kentucky or Tennessee and we go off roading when we take the side by sides out there. The closest school, um I was talking to to one of the guys that go there, I think he was fifteen, and he said that Friday they only had uh six kids in attendance. Jeez. It's oh crazy. Do you think that I don't know. Because we were just talking about the drive down. If we make it to, if if we make it to semi-state and if we were playing Castle, do you think people would skip school on Friday because they want to drive down there? No. Nah. No. Or do you think people would just... I could see, like, Braden. Yeah. <laughs> Braden Roy Austin, and Austin. But well, that, that but they would... can't because they have basketball practice. True. Uh, Surely. And they also have to be careful because they have, the next day is a Madison scrimmage at Madison. Ooh. So I don't know. They probably won't be going to that game. That's tough. Maybe we. Uh, the question I would have is: Does do either of those Bloomington South or Castle have a broadcast? And if not, then it would incentivize us. Suck. But if not, then that would incentivize it would incentivize us, which we never do, to take at least one do a one camera setup. Yeah. And take it on the road. Who would do you that? You could. That wouldn't be that difficult, would it? That would not sure be you, difficult. You just have to make sure you have the like outlets to plug stuff in. In that case, the way we can do it, so like when Jaden did the audio broadcast with Dylan last week, I wasn't even up there with him because they can send it to break themselves. And with one camera, you can pretty much do the same. All he would have to do would be add the, hit the plus six whenever they score a touchdown, and then he can send it to a commercial break himself because they don't have to direct a camera. I'm just, I would just be out there running it myself, I guess. Let's get there first. We could also just do an audio broadcast and people could tune in. Or, I mean, if they... I like watching they, it like, better. Um, well, I think that's everybody. Yeah, just just giving if you my feedback. If they do broadcast the game, do you think there would be, like... Do you think oh. there could be a watch party or something at the high school? That sounds uh, weird uh, for high school, but... I don't know. Technically... You just have to get, like, an administrator to stay behind and not go to the game. Well, technically, I don't know if you're allowed to because there's... Why? Well, because... It goes back to like copyright law and stuff like that. So essentially, because if you have everybody come here and watch it, you're doing public showing of it, and it's for personal use only. So what the IHS will look at is, well, they have 500 people there. They have now taken away 499 people buying the broadcast. If that uh, makes sense, that is because so. it is also a paid broadcast. Once you get to semi-state, are you serious? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh. I'm trying to see if Castle like does broadcasting. I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. But I I the way things are looking, I don't think it'll be castle, but I mean I, I don't mean, really know. You can never know. I can't school. even look the I don't have any Wi Fi in here. Um but yeah, so uh enough on the football talk but big game tonight and uh we wish the merry man the best of luck and uh, thank hopefully you, we thank you. see him next Monday with a big smile on his face and a regional trophy in his hand. Hopefully. Yeah. That'd be cool. In my hand. I, I just carry school, just me. Only me. Why did it take me so long to correlate Mary Man to his last name? <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, what is he talking about? Yeah. 
I'm I'm a kind of upset that I can't make it, but I'm gonna go play softball this weekend. So that's good. Speaking of softball, um, I don't know where I was going with that. I was actually trying to figure out. I was gonna ask you a question about your book. So I don't know. So oh. book. <laughs> what? Speaking of softball, how was your book that you just finished reading? You've been oh perfect. You've been, had a, had your head in that book for a long Man, time. That segue Is that could like not a, have been better. That's what you all bring me on these pods for. Is that like a, okay, so what's is that the a question? softball thing? Softball or book? No, I, the question the was book. actually, I don't know why I said, speaking of softball, I, I was going to ask you about your book. Oh, it was actually really good. I'm actually <laughs> making my brother, so the book I was, that I just finished. What's the it's, book name? It ends with us. Okay. So, yeah, it's a pretty popular book right now. So the author... Colleen Hoover? Yeah, Colleen, okay. Colleen Hoover. I didn't know. I just know that that's a popular one right yeah, now. Yeah, that's who she... Yeah. She just came, She just wrote, It Starts With Us, and my brother's fiancé has the book, and I don't really want to go buy it, so I'm making him bring it to my house so I can read it on the way to the to Illinois. And that's where your softball tournament is, correct? Yes. Boom. You it's know, all connected. Peoria. You know what's really not okay? It was really good, by the is way. Is... I I don't think I've read a complete book since freshman year. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was I hate I hated books. But I like one day I just saw like this TikTok talking about one of her books and I was like, hmm and it just made me like get into mm-hmm. a reading mood. So I started reading like two books. I finished two books in like a week and a half mm-hmm. of hers. And then I was like, Okay, like I started reading the book that I had now. I got tired of it and then I was like Picked it back up and I was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know. I just like get really into it and I'm like, uh, and then like, I don't know. I feel like I have told myself that I want to read multiple times, mm-hmm, but I, but I think it's purely for the fact of the aesthetic. I think it's, you yep. have to find yeah. the good, because <laughs> I don't enjoy reading. Like I don't enjoy no. just sitting there. Like, you have I mean, to find the right like book. A, yeah. It has to be like a really good book if mm-hmm. I'm going to sit there and read it. Like the books I've been like reading right now, it's like it's like a romance, but it has like sensitive topics in it. The only reason I read freshman year is because I was grounded. So, like, <laughs> like I didn't have my phone, so I yeah I, I sat on the I porch. I was gonna say read a book. you said freshman year, but I think it's been seventh grade since I read it. Yeah, eighth nope, because I didn't read Copper Sun in eighth grade. You didn't read Copper Sun? No, it's actually never a really read that. good book. No, we had to, but I just spark noted it. it. No. Oh, actually, I think I did that too. Yeah. I made a goal for well, myself. No, hold on. I did read, what's the book, <laughs> sophomore year? It was about the, like, monkeys in the what? Uh, epidemic like the or Ebola, whatever. Or Ebola. The Ebola oh, virus. What's I didn't read that. Though? I sparked no sound. Hot, hot, hot zone. Hot zone. zone. Yeah. The hot zone. We also I read, read that uh, one. That was bold. what was that one in the jungle with the Lord boys? Of the Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies. Which I also sparked noted that one, but it wasn't a bad book. We read, uh, when I was in high school, we read A Long Way Home, which was about a child soldier in Sierra Leone. We read Catcher in the Rye, of course. Do you all all read that one? I've heard of that. Great Gatsby. I've never read that. Night. Um, Oh, I did read, by Ellie Wiesel. mm -hmm. That was a good book. Actually, one of the best ones we we read, and this one was just, I don't know, it was assigned by our our senior teacher just as like a senior book that we were going to read together throughout the course of like the last semester. Like we would only read it like a few pages at a time each day. It was a book called Tuesdays with Maury. Have you ever heard of it? Mm-hmm. Really good book. It's actually, I think it was written by Mitch Album. Let me double check. There's two sports writers. It was written by one of them. And essentially it's a story of how this, it's, it's a true story too. 
the sports writer reconnects with his old, uh, yeah, Mitch Album, with his old, uh, like a teacher of his. And the teacher has, uh, is diagnosed with ALS. And it's just about how, like, he goes back and has conversations with them and, like, all these, like, sayings that he would say and, like, the stuff he had taught them. And then, like, taught them about, like, caretaking and love. I was like, it was a pretty powerful book because I had a, my, my grandmother, uh, had ALS, so it was kind of, you know, connected on a personal level, but it was, uh, it was a really good book. And it was a really good, too, because it was, like, something that brought us together as a senior class in our English class, which you wouldn't think, like, you know, like, it's just an English class, mm-hmm. but it's kind of a good book to, to read with Love everybody. my English class. I give props to, like, authors. So like, how do you, like, come up with, like, all of that? Like, your imagination's got to be, like... I could, I feel like I could write a book, and I feel like I could do it pretty well, but it's just the reading part. It's, it's not for me. You have to revise I it think, and... I think too that um, one of my one, an author that I haven't read all his books, but of the books I have read of his, I really enjoy is Ernest Hemingway, and he's an older author. Like we're talking like nineteen twenties, thirties, whatever. And he would he would I think have fought in the in World War One when he and so he's drawing off that experience when he's writing these war books. So like it's not even imagination for him; it's mm-hmm. him writing That's, about yeah. his experience. Yeah. But also, if you read his books, his writing style is very different. It's very like. They use like a lot more short sentences. It's not like so eloquent. I That's don't, my like, thing. I have to have books that are easy to read. Like I started, I was gonna start reading, uh, like where the crawdads sing or something like oh, that. Oh, I've heard good things about that. I I started reading it. There's like these big words left and right. I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. I like it doesn't seem like an easy. I kind of have to have that, like, because I feel like my brain's unstimulated if it's not. Mm-hmm. Like but I'm not trying yeah. to dissect that's the, other the thing word too or is, something like that. You yeah. know what I mean? You can also like the reason I'd say it's important to read those books is because it does like if I ever hit a, and that's like how you expand your vocabulary. Yeah. It's like you just look it up. Like, what does that mean? And then like, oh, and then now all of a sudden, like that word's in your vocabulary. So I'm just gonna read you the first paragraph here. If that's all right. Can um, I say something really quick? About, go, ahead, go ahead, Brooklyn. Oh, sorry, Hallie. <laughs> I was just gonna say, like, it gets to the point, like, where you like, you don't know words, like, right after words, like, you're like, oh, no, yeah, like, like yeah, those yeah. types of books, like, okay, like, what's this mm-hmm, word mean? Mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. next one. What's this word mean? Yeah, like, it's it is like, important though. So but, this yeah. is this is Ernest Hemingway, chapter one, the first paragraph of A Farewell to Arms. Great book. Just what was it at, called? A farewell to arms. So listen to just how simple the writing is here. In the late summer of that year, we lived in a house in a village that looked across the river and the plain to the mountains. In the bed of the river, there were pebbles and boulders, dry and white in the sun. And the water was clear and swiftly moving and blue in the channels. Troops went by the house and down the road, and the dust they raised powdered the leaves of the trees. The trunks of the trees, too, were dusty, and the leaves fell early that year. And we saw the troops marching along the road, and the dust rising, and leaves stirred by the breeze, falling, and the soldiers marching, and afterward the road bare and white except for the leaves. He's literally just describing. Yeah, that's yeah. He does simple. really good at, at the at plain was rich with crops. There was there were many orchards of fruit trees, and beyond the plain, mountains were brown and bare. There was fighting in the mountains in the night. We could see the flashes from the artillery. In the dark, it was like summer lightning, but the nights were cool, and there was not the feeling of a storm coming. Yeah, it's really like, very simple. But like. So, so there's a great movie that I saw a couple years ago called uh, Midnight in Paris. And it's got, it's a, such a, the movie is funny because I'm like, why did they cast Owen Wilson as this guy? <laughs> but he's this aspiring writer and he goes to Paris with his fiance and he's just like so excited to like explore the city, but she just doesn't want to do that. And he ends up going out on this long walk at in Paris at midnight. And at midnight, this car comes by and he gets in the car with these people like, oh, come with us. And like every night at midnight, he like goes back in time, like literally physically is going back in time 
and he meets Ernest Hemingway and like F. Scott Fitzgerald. And he's I've seen a movie like mm. that. Um, I feel like there's a lot of movies like that. But but this Groundhog Day's one, one. This one particularly. I well can't. no, no this one. Sorry Luke. This no, one is like right. he goes back and like he's literally going into a store like a, a cafe and these people are physically there, and then he meets this uh, this girl and he's like okay this other like my fiance she's like. He kind of falls in love with his fiance because she's she becomes a, a what's the word I'm looking for like an antagonist in the story like she doesn't mm. appreciate his writing and all that and so he meets this girl that's from that's in nineteen that's from nineteen twenty or whatever and he like kind of starts falling for her and she's like then all of a sudden they go on a walk at midnight and now a carriage pulls up and they go back to what her like perfect time was which is like mm-hmm. the turn of the century like eighteen nineties mm-hmm. and so what kind of the moral story is like oh like it's about him be like learning about being a better writer, but then also about like reminiscing about the good old days. Like the good old days. What is the good old days? Like you might say, Oh, it's the nineteen fifties, right? When mm-hmm. it was post war. But people in the nineteen fifties might say, Oh, it's the the roaring twenties and yeah. then, so it's always like Okay. Yeah, I've I've heard a lot of people say you don't know until it's over. Yeah, she was like, Oh she was like, Oh, we should stay here and he's like, Really? Like, no, the nineteen twenties are like we've got F F Scott Fitzgerald and Ernest Hemingway and she's like but we've got all these like great philo- philosophical thinkers here, like with us, and, and it's just kind of like it was like he's like, oh, this is what I'm doing right now, like what she's doing, and how I'm like I don't understand this is what I'm doing right now. So mm-hmm. it was that was really good, but yeah, the way that they have Ernest Hemingway talk in that movie, he's like, he asked him, he's like, I was wondering if you'd read my manuscript. He's like, no, I, I hate it. He's like, we well, haven't even read it yet. And he's like, if it's good uh, or if it's bad, I'll hate it, and if I like it, I'll hate it all the more because I I'll be jealous. Like that's sounds how Ernest Hemingway would write. So, I think so. This this movie that look I at watched, us just literary talk that was like that was um TA talk or book corner. I I wish I could remember book the nothing. name because I really want to go back and watch it. But it wasn't your typical like sci-fi time traveling thing. It's this one family and it's a European family and only the men in the family. Yes, such a watch that last summer. Great movie. What is it called? I can't remember, but only the men in the family can time travel, okay? And no one and, else knows about it. Yeah, and by by time traveling, they have to go into this cupboard, like this... Uh, anywhere what anywhere that you can hide. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to be dark. Any dark what place. Any dark and you place? shut the door, no, no, no. and you concentrate real hard, is. and you can go back to a time that you want. About time. Yeah. 2013. But Wait, the, can I see like the picture of it? Yeah. The moral of the story was him finding out that maybe it wasn't such a great idea to go back and change all these things and that his life would have turned out just the way he wanted it if he didn't. Mm-hmm. So it was about learning to accept the fact of where you are. Like stuff okay, like that. Yeah. A, from the creators oh God, of love, actually. Movie. So um, I'm showing Hallie the, in Brooklyn the poster of the movie. So uh, I don't want to spoil anything too much, but like the girl that he ends up marrying, like he goes on this first date or whatever and then like he just keeps retrying and retrying and retrying like go back seen that one, I think. Mm-hmm. until he finally gets it right. And then I think there's in there at the very end where he has to decide. I don't know if I should say it. Uh, I probably do. Would. We do spoil. No. Oh. no this don't. is what kills me about spoilers is like I just want to talk about this because mm-hmm. the movie. Yeah. Like you're thinking like oh this is just a cool little time travel movie and then you're like oh this it's is so deep. you're like this is it's deep. so deep and this the, is good and like when the father talks about like at the birthday where he's like yeah. I'm so proud or whatever. Like, Bas- oh. Basically, what happens is he's faced with two huge choices um, because he accidentally altered something huge in his life and he can either accept that fact or he can go and do something else that might change, change someone else's life forever oh, okay but it's um it's just this great movie 
I, I, I really want to rewatch it soon. Can I pause you guys here? I think it's funny that Josh over here is playing Minecraft. Oh, you I'm are? So bored. There's no <laughs> Wi-Fi today in the school. <sighs> Josh That's not is true. Jealous. They reset the network. Josh is playing Minecraft right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak why I'm playing Minecraft. Brooklyn's I trying to figure out how to turn off the light. We'll be that watching you? something That's how or you're supposed to turn scrolling through something, mm-hmm. but there's That's no internet in the school right now. I love it's bugging Minecraft. me. There is no. And it. Minecraft is one of the only games on my phone that doesn't take internet. Yeah, I was. Brooklyn is it's Brooklyn zero light that's flashing one. <laughs> there's supposed to be like a little touch thing over there, but I think you said shocked you, so that's why I'm concerned. My favorite book oh, there you go. that I've ever read, and I hope you guys have read it too, or maybe even if you've just seen the movie. Thanks, it's called Josh, for the Minecraft thing. <laughs> Sorry. Update, great Sorry, update. Luke. We were here over here having like deep, high-level talks about <laughs> literature, and he's like lit. Which is, he's like, he's like, I love. Minecraft. He's like, did someone say lit? How about Minecraft? <laughs> Okay, anyways, Luke, back to your, sorry. But the book is called Where the Red Fern Grows. Oh, the, that's one we read when I was in fifth where the grade. Red top, what? Where the Red Fern Grows. Fern. Friend. Or red Fern. 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 Like a okay. fern. The plant? It is a top tier book. Never read it. It's about this boy, and he has uh, two bloodhounds that mm-hmm. essentially he has to save up for, and then about, uh, you know, just, I can't remember, like, what the overall purpose of the book was. I, I just know. remember it was really good. It's about t- uh, this boy and his two bloodhounds, and then, you know, Whatever happens after that. It's about his yeah, journey to getting them and then his journey of keeping them and oh, okay. what he does with them. It's just great. Yeah. It's such mm. a good book. I'm trying to remember any other like books that we read. Especially like when I was younger. I will say that uh looking back, um, we're in a high school setting and I don't know like what movies like you all watch in history or whatever. But like I have a feeling if I wanted to show a rated R movie that I thought was like this is important that high school students see this, right? Like a historical, like if I wanted to show Saving Private Ryan, for mm-hmm. example, you would have to get probably a permission slip and everybody's parents would have to agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there would be a parent that would not sign off. Yeah. Right. When I was in eighth grade and shout out Mr. King. So, you know, you talk about teachers that have an impact. The One of the best teachers and one of the best history teachers I've ever had. First of all, this man and we're eighth graders, right? Decides that instead of teaching how you normally go where it's like a revolutionary war, civil war. Yeah. Right. So we're going to start and work our way backwards. So we started with uh, Clinton was where we started and worked back to H.W. Bush, then back. So we were moving reverse. Now, probably the reason we go forward in history is because things impact other things. Yeah. But he's like, well, you all have learned every year in this school just a little bit more about the same subject. He's like, you don't know anything about modern like history. So that was awesome, first of all. But then uh, second of all, we had uh, we watched the movie. It was, well, it was a TV series, so... It was like many episodes, like eight episodes for each one. The first one was Roots, which was uh, the story of uh, Kunta Quinte, and then you know that whole how he was brought over on the on the slave ships, and then like the whole uh, descendants. I'm trying to remember what the uh, there's the author of the book Roots. I think it's Alex Haley. Sounds sounds right. If someone can fact check that for me, or I guess I'll just do it myself since no one's reaching for their phone. I don't have any service, so there's no y'all point. Gotta, y'all gotta get on this this Wi-Fi, man. I'll tell you what. <laughs> oh, so um, you're willing to... No, do you want to share it? No. Uh, yes, Alex Haley. So oh, he yes, was, yes, yes. He said yes. <laughs> Alex Haley was the descendant of Kunta Quinte, so it's the story of how like his family went through slavery and all of that, and that mm-hmm. was a great one. Um, just really eye-opening. And then the second one was... Uh, the, the Holocaust was the name of the the TV series, and it was with Meryl Streep back when she was a little bit younger. And just, you know, that one was an eight-part documentary. I'm like, Wait, why does Mer- that name sound familiar? Like, what other- She's a famous actress. Well, I yeah, I get that. But, like, what other movies have she 
played it. I mean, a ton Haley, or uh, sorry, a ton Hallie. Um, you don't go off on him for what? it? <laughs> Are you serious? It was a tongue slip. Um, so anyways, but I was saying like, if oh, I Oh, she was a Mamma Mia. Yeah, yeah. That's what. Okay, so, but can you like correct that? Like, come on. I said, sorry, Hallie. But why did you call me Haley? Like, Okay, like, anyways, I'll finish my point and then I'll explain that. So anyways, what I was going to say <laughs> was, if I if I wanted to show that now, like, I'm like, guys, this is, like, is, even for me, I can say, oh, from a media perspective, like, this is important media. It, I'm just like, I don't even know if it's worth the trouble. I would love to do it, but... Uh, anyways, so to address your question, I now, like, it used to be when you first started in this class, I had to try really hard not to call you Haley, even though I know your name is Hallie, because... You know how frustrating it is whenever teachers get my name wrong? Uh, am I going to get to talk here and actually explain <laughs> But now, <laughs> last night, I was, uh, Haley Och was directing, and I was trying very hard not to call her Hallie. So it's just because mm. I see you two so much every day that I'm just like, I don't know. It's And they sound so close. Like, they're so close to each other. I get it. I'm just saying. It's just so frustrating. You're like, Hallie. Hallie. One of the, one of the first Haley. interactions Hallie. I had with Hallie was accidentally calling her Haley and her screaming at me. Yeah. It's but funny. You actually screamed at him? Yes. Yeah, in the middle of a park. But wow. Well, besides the fact of my name, it's fine. Back How's to everyone's? Oh, oh, okay. Go ahead. Go, ahead. go ahead. These book talks. I tell you what, this is just like wasn't expecting this today. Yeah, I think I think having a piece of cinema or, or literature is something that you can hit home to, like relate yeah. to, just or something that you just remember. I think that's super important, mm-hmm. even well, if it's just one or two things. What would you say is something that you read? It doesn't necessarily even have to be a book. Or let's say something you said or you saw, like a, a, a movie, whatever, that maybe sticks with you. Not just because you're like, oh, that was such a good movie. I was so interested. In, like, But like Luke Luke and I were talking about, like About Time, you're like, oh, this is good. And then all of a sudden, like, man, this, like, this is deep. deep. Yeah. yeah, like this has a deep meaning, like uh, how we all want, like, oh, to have everything go our way. But sometimes it's best not to. Like, I think kind of, one that I didn't think would hit as hard as it did was uh, like Interstellar. That I would agree with. Yeah. That was a pretty crazy one. I don't even know. And Interstellar is one I'd have to go back. And that's where, you know, the reason I kind of added that was like, you know, I don't know if Interstellar is one that had an impact on me or if it was just one that I'm like, that was a really good movie. Because mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, what, what was the impact, would you say? Um. Well, first off, he had to make one huge decision. He had to make a decision between his, his family and his life and, you know, the future of humanity. So it was, it was a movie about selfishness, one. Um, and then two, it was about how we're progressing as a society and where it's taking us. I feel like one that's like kind of interesting is like Divergent, like as that's a whole. That's also very good, yeah. Like I love utopic movies. I love I like dystopian, utopic stuff like that. But like I think it just like shows you like a lot of people have different parts of them. Like like in Divergent, there's like the. Mm-hmm. Dauntless, that are like yeah. the fear, like the fearless ones, the bold ones, like that pretty much protect, like and keep the order in the whatever. And then there's like candor, and like where they're like always have to be truthful. That's and also an important movie about how easily you can get manipulated by you know the, higher like, powers or yeah. something like that. Okay, but do you remember what the girl's name Tris. is? Tris. So she basically is like, you go into this room where you're get tested of like what your results are, like where you should be in, like so you should be in candor, dauntless, or whatever the other ones are. Mm-hmm. And she ends up getting like which one was she from? Do you candor, remember? I think. Candor. Uh, no, it was it starts with an A. I can't remember. Anyway. I can't remember what it is. But then she's like, No, like I wanna be in Dauntless. Like so she changes it and like it just pretty much talks about like <laughs> talks about like 
choosing like who you want to be and like following that Mm -hmm. and then like you said like manipulation and stuff yeah because divergent is a i don't know if i'd call it a race but it's a group of people that uh can't be manipulated by their you know their drugs they they act out yeah they just don't conform to their their societal so-called norms that the the people like the divert like the divergents get like all the results so they're Mm -hmm. supposed to be under all of them yeah but not just one specific one brooklyn what about you um the chosen it's a tv show it's a bible show i don't think it's based on the bible is it on abc nbc Uh, do you know what station remember no but like i mean because all the other like stories you hear are like the shows about like the bible and everything they're like mr mclean said it today so well it's like you took a group of homeschool students and told them to make a movie. <laughs> but The Chosen is like a full on like film production and it's so like historically accurate and it's just it's a great show. Someone that reminds me, someone told me and I know what you're talking about when you say like the homeschool like if you've ever seen a Christian movie, a lot of them are like some of them are like very like they're poorly like produced. Cheese, like yeah. yeah, they're just yeah. very cheesy and it's not like Like what was the one someone told me is the best sports movie of all time? They said Facing the Giants and like Facing the Giants might be the cheesiest, like, yeah. sports movie. It's not not the same as Little Giants. Facing the Giants, and I'm just like this. I was like, okay, I'll give it a try, and I'll watch. It. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so crazy. Like, remember the Titans? Not a Christian movie, but it's like that's a powerful sports movie mm-hmm. that is still rated what like PG, maybe PG thirteen. Mm-hmm. And it's like facing the Giants. Like, oh my gosh, can this like? It's like we've got to win this football game, guys. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> but no, like, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Story to it. There was one that it wasn't necessarily a. I don't even know how you describe because it, it wasn't it wasn't Christian produced, but there was it was on Netflix. It was called The Messiah, and it was this person that had come back and he was like, he was doing these miracles and all. It's almost like what if like Jesus had come back in yeah. modern times, but it was like, but then it was like, wait, the FBI was investigating because they're like. I, who was this guy? And some people are like, mm-hmm. well, we see things that make us believe, but then he might be a fraud. So that one, but, and I was, I watched it over winter break or I was on vacation, I guess, before I was a teacher. And I was like, so pumped, like ready for season two right now, canceled after one season. Yeah. So it's like one of those shows that has no ending, but yeah, it's left you with a clip, cliffhanger. You know, one of those shows. So I knew it was canceled before I started watching it. It's called The Society on Netflix. I don't know if any of you guys have seen that. But I was, like, watching uh, yeah, it, like, like, I started watching it thinking, oh, it's, like, not going to be that good. Like, I won't need to, like, go back and watch it. Like, mm-hmm. it's canceled, so there's not going to be another season. So I'm, like, I'll be fine with just that one season. But I got into it, and it leaves you on such a cliffhanger. <laughs> and I'm, like, it's canceled. Like, there's nothing I can do about that now. Yeah. Have you ever read a review of a show that you watch before, like, of the season? Like, not, like, not necessarily a summary, so there's no spoilers, just, like, a review and you're like, should I even watch this? Because I'm facing that right now. I've I've watched the first four seasons of The Crown, which is a historical you know drama of the royal family. And the first four seasons are like amazing. They're slow. Like I don't know if you all would necessarily like. Like if you don't like slow drama shows, there's no action in these. This mm-hmm. is all drama, and it's all like dial, which is fine because it's like for me I like the history. But I look up. I'm like, oh wow, season five is out, and all the reviews are like. Season five falls very flat, and like this is it's time for this show to be over. Scared to watch it, and I'm just like, is it even worth it? Because I'm also watching The Sopranos, which I know is very well liked by most 
like considered one of the greatest TV shows of all time. I think you should just stick it out and at least finish it. My yeah. favorite show of all time is The Good Doctor. Yes. I want to watch that. I, that. I just haven't gotten it's into so it. It's so good. Is it's it such a good show? Is it good? Yeah. The Good so Doctor. Good. Get it? You know what the how it's about the, the good good oh, yeah. doctor. It's like yeah. he's autistic, right? Mm -hmm. And he. Oh yeah, and you know the he, autistic um, medical surgeon. The, the main character from that was in the. Uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. No, well, I don't know about that. No, he was. He, he was, was the kid. Yeah. He was yeah. the kid in Charlie. No, Chocolate I was gonna Factory. say he was really? the one that played in what's it? Uh, the Psycho remake. It was called. What's it? Norman, I think. You ever seen the movie Psycho? Alfred Hitchcock. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Oh, never mind then. So. Wow. Oh. Well, well, guys, from, it was, what was it from football to to <laughs> books, I was say, down to movies? I was and, say, guys, and now it was a great. Shows. I thought you were about to start talking about another no. topic. <laughs> I, I was like, well, this is awkward. I'm about to wrap it up. Yeah, roll roll out the red carpet. Roll that outro to, music, to, Luke. To walk out of here. Anybody got anything to end us off with, guys? I, yeah. As as the outro music is starting to play, it's starting to play. I promise, it's getting there. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we have to listen to this. Luke, so we're, we're going to have to keep going. We're going to have to talk through this next couple because Luke just hit the button for the fight song. And it's the and button, it's the button, is button broken. that's broken where it's going to uh. play until it stops. I don't know why he'd do that. But anyway. um, no, I just wanted to uh, say to all of our listeners out there, we appreciate the support. And, did you uh, do that on purpose? I, I think, guys, that, yeah, he, of course he did. <laughs> I have to think, I'd say this is one of our better podcasts. I think it was too. Mm -hmm. We actually stayed on a solid topic for <laughs> about 30 minutes. Yeah, we did. And we didn't even mention Wisconsin once. <laughs> well, take that there back. Goes. Mark it, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess we'll be back. Uh, let's see. Our next Blue Day is on Tuesday and Thursday. I think we will probably be back next Thursday, I'd mm -hmm. say, for, uh, you know, hopefully we're still talking about some football that's going on. And of course, after that, we will uh, take a break for the Thanksgiving holiday. And then when we return, we'll be uh, in full blown, full blown oh. Christmas mode. Oh, I was yeah. going to say winter sports, but that too. Winter sports. Christmas. Maybe maybe then Brooklyn gave us strict instructions. No basketball talk today. So we'll be ready yeah. to talk basketball when we come back too. So maybe. for Brooklyn, Taylor, Hallie Nett, Hallie not Haley Nett, for Luke Williams and Josh Merriman who wandered off somewhere. I'm Mr. He's Corley. on a computer doing nothing. Another great day of TA Talk. We'll see you next time. <laughs>